Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. It's great to see so many here after COVID and all our absence. Uh, of course, uh, with our absence of pews, we have overflow. But, you know, back in the old days, we used to overflow every Easter Sunday. It's good to see everybody back in church to worship and to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior. Our text today, Jesus said to her, Mary, she turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher, Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I've seen the Lord, and that he had said these things to her. Dear friends of Christ, when I say the word orchestra, orchestra, you know, you probably think of wind instruments, you might think of brass instruments and, and stringed instruments, but there's one orchestra that plays completely differently. It's a kid's orchestra, and they play with trash. It's, and it's, of course, it's called the Recycled Orchestra of Cateria. It's in Paraguay. Uh, Cateria is not really a town. It's actually a slum built on a big landfill. And every day, about 3 million pounds of waste is dumped on Cateria. About 1,200 residents live there. Their families who live there uh, eke out their existence by scavenging through the trash and then selling the trash for profit. The orchestra is filled with a bunch of misfits. Poor kids who can't afford instruments. And so the instruments are made out of trash. Violinist uh, Neliella said at age 16, To be honest, there's nothing in Katria. What there is most is drugs. Her violin, like many in the orchestra, have been made out of cans and wood, wooden spoons and, and bent forks. There's an oil can used as a cello, and you can watch it online if you want to listen to their orchestra. It's not bad music. Another teenager plays a saxophone that's made out of lead pipe, an old drain pipe structured with, with copper coins, spoon handles, cans, and bottle caps. Well, several years ago, the band made a video. They were hoping to raise $175,000, and of course, it went viral. And since then, the Recycled Orchestra has performed all around the world. And uh, they make music with trash. Well, God makes music with misfits, too. He takes the trash of our sinful lives, and He transforms it. He takes us and He transforms us. And that's what Easter is all about. Jesus died to conquer sin, to transform misfits and make us His biblical orchestra. You're a misfit. I'm a misfit. We're all misfits. And it's about time that we all get together and follow God's will, follow God's ways. And fellow misfits, it's time to make music. And so our theme... Uh, Making music for the Lord. Christ is risen. Our biblical orchestra. It's been made up of great people, ragtag people. Peter denied Jesus three times. You've got uh, Paul. He plays the violin, and of course, he persecuted the church of God, tried wiping out everybody who believed in Jesus Christ, a religious thug and yet the leader of the church. 
our harpist would be King David. He played the harp as, as a shepherd, was a, a bloodthirsty womanizer, and yet repentant to David. We're in a series over Lent called The Witnesses of Christ, and today we meet another misfit in God's orchestra of witnesses. Her name is Mary, Mary Magdalene. And God's orchestra has many Marys, so don't get all the Marys confused. Uh, The Gospels mention five different Marys. And this Mary is different in the sense that she's named Mary of Magdalene. Now, Magdalene is not her last name. That's her hometown. It's where she was from. But before Mary of Magdala, before Mary Magdalene met Jesus, her life was a mess. A landfill. The Bible says she had seven demons that Jesus cast out. Can you imagine how, what a messed up life that would have been? I mean, one demon's enough. What a messed up life. Sin messes our lives up. Can you imagine being that messed up? Here's how it happens. Sin fills our life with trash. And sin comes in many forms. And sin messes with misfits. The one sin that comes to us is a sin of pride. And that's that sin where we strive to be the best. We strive to be better than everybody else. Now, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be the best. But when wanting to be the best takes precedent, when our wanting to be great gets misplaced priorities, we arrive late, we leave, we arrive early, we leave late, we, uh, we deny self, we deny our family, we deny our responsibility to our family, and we deny our opportunity to serve the Lord. Pride. We even lose the opportunity to go to church because we're just too busy, too prideful. There's no time for the resurrected Jesus Christ because of our pursuit for greatness. Another sin that messes with misfits, fills our life with trash, is the sin of greed. And of course, greed is just like that landfill from Cateria. It's the I want more syndrome. Um, And greed always wants more. I want more food, I want more money, I I want to be the best, I want to be uh, the best shape, I want to be uh, the prettiest, I want success, I want popularity. I want, I want, I want. And of course, our thinking becomes distorted because there's nothing wrong with wanting more, but people who choose to want more tend to see that that becomes all that they are. They want more. And people around see what it does to their lives. They see how it affects their attitudes. How quick they are to a temper. How it affects their relationship. How it robs them of joy. And it affects the relationship with our Heavenly Father. Another sin that messes with misfits is a sin of sloth. Laziness. It fills our lives with trash. And we all think, you know, we can't help it. I mean, there's enough pressures in life. For those who have pride and those who have greed and are always striving, some people say, I don't want to strive. I don't feel like doing that. I just want to sit back and enjoy life. I don't want to get caught up in the rat race. But the sin of sloth is sneaky. 
Soon we become lazy in everything we do. Soon we become lazy in our spiritual life. We spend way too much time playing video games or watching TV or spending time on the couch or shopping or filling our time with all kinds of sordid things that matter little in the scheme of eternity. We want to grow in Christ, but we're just spiritually tired. Apathy sets in. Another sin that messes with misfits is a sin of gluttony, the sin of too much. And our, the, our, there's, we, too much eating, too much sleeping, too much exercise, too much work, too much pleasure, too much, too much drugs, too much alcohol, too much apathy, too much depression, too much anger. It's life like a landfill. Our lives become filled with too much. What happens when our lives are filled with all that trash? How messed up does a life get? As we live our lives like a landfill, we become robotic. We lose perspective. We just go through the motions of life. We play the part. We do what we have to do. We put on a happy face, but we're not really happy. We act like we have tons of energy, but we're running on empty. We hit rock bottom. And we internalize all of that pain, all of that mess, all that trash that surrounds our lives. Listen, everybody gets into messes. All our lives are like Mary Magdalene. Seven demons. We all get down. We all get depressed. Hit rock bottom. Did you know that 20%, 20% of all people on disability aren't on disability because of a physical problem? They're on disability because of severe depression. Depression. Despite being the richest nation in the earth, we're the most depressed country on the earth. Do you know why that might be? Did you know that depression among teenagers in America has risen 200% in the last 10 years? Our kids are depressed. 200% increase in 10 years. Do you know why that might be? Do you know why our kids are feeling so messed up? So on this Easter Sunday, why am I talking about all this? Talking about all this trash? Why am I talking about misfits? Why am I talking about how a sin that fills the sin that fills our lives with trash? It's because of the messed up life of Mary Magdalene. What kind of song do we sing when your life is messed up? What kind of sound does the orchestra make? What kind of music do we make to the Lord? And it's obvious that the world, they don't make music. They don't have a song. Mary was down too. But Jesus changed all that. Jesus came to her, cast out the seven demons. He turned her life upside down. He lifted her up. 
He filled her life with joy. And that's why Mary Magdalene followed Jesus all the way to the cross. Mary Magdalene was there when Jesus died, when Jesus bled, when Jesus breathed His last. She was there through the whole thing. She was there that next morning to anoint His body. And Mary's Messiah is your Messiah. On Good Friday, there He hung. His face caked with spit and blood. Not His own spit. His throat was so dry he couldn't swallow. He hadn't had a thing to drink. His, horse, his voice was so hoarse he couldn't speak. He hadn't had anything to drink in 12 hours. They nailed him to the cross. The previous drink he had was in the meal in the upper room, the Passover meal, when he took the cup of blessing from his disciples. But since that Passover cup, nothing had touched his lips. And since then, he'd been betrayed been condemned, he'd been mocked, he'd been beaten, been crucified. No liquid to quench his thirst. Jesus had no song to sing. That's how things went just before sunrise on Sunday morning. A bloody mess. But there had been so much hope. There had been so much promise. He had been the promised Messiah. He had said that he would, he would die and rise again. And now, it all came to what? A dead rabbi. A dead teacher. His disciples scattered. And then suddenly, Mary comes to the tomb to anoint his body with burial ointments. And what does Mary do? Well, it's a mess. She cries. And then she hears a voice. That, that voice was unmistakable, Mary. Nobody ever said her name the way he did. Mary. She looked up and immediately recognized him. Rabboni! Teacher. And it was Jesus. It was Jesus and he was alive. Mary. Christ is risen. He is risen Mary's heart raced with emotions. Can you imagine? She had to transition from grief and disappointment, bitter grief and tears, to pure exuberance. Her life changed in a moment, her life changed in an instant. The empty tomb filled her with joy. The empty tomb gave her hope. The empty tomb gave her a life. Just when they all thought it was over, just when they all thought there was nothing, to the shock and to the surprise of everyone, God the Father raised Jesus from the dead. And Mary's song, better yet, her symphony of celebration, commenced with great joy. Mary's music, is a five-word song. I have seen the Lord. I have seen the Lord. Lord. That's not just a title of Sir or Mr. No, the Lord is a divine title. What Mary is saying is, I've seen the Creator. I've seen the One who made the heavens and the earth. The One, God, 
through whom and to whom all things are made. The one who is coming again in the clouds of heaven. The one who is coming as King of kings and Lord of lords. I've seen him. What's it all mean? It means there's more to life than our mess. It means there's more to life than all the trash that surrounds us. It means that we can go through this messed up world filled with a sinful landfill and not be messed up because Christ came to fix messed up people. He comes to fill us with His resurrected presence. He comes to us with His body and blood and He says, take and eat. This is my body given for you. This is my blood shed for you. And then we eat His body and we participate in the sacrifice. We participate in the living Lord and our bodies become a temple unto God where He dwells. And we become an orchestra of misfit, forgiven, redeemed people. Blood bought by the sacrifice of Jesus to cleanse up the landfill of the mess that's within. To put a song, he came to conquer, he came to defeat, he came to give us hope, came to give us peace, came to give us joy, came to give us healing, to forgive, to restore, to empower us to live. It means that there's more to our story than what you see. Christ's resurrection means we've been given a new song to sing. A song to sing. God loves to make music with misfits. And dear brother misfits, we have a song to sing. So let's make some music. I'll play the trombone. Others can take the tambourine. Somebody else can play the tuba. What instrument are you going to play? One thing's for certain, we have a song. A song that's on our lips, a song that's in our hearts, a song of salvation that God has given with our lives. And how do we play that song? What's that song called as we live it out and how we live out that song in our lives? The song has six words. I know that my Redeemer lives. Amen. Now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus and the life everlasting. Amen.